Hey, what's, hey up? what's up? Not man enough podcast. It is Christmas time, so we're doing Christmas specials. I guess I don't know. It's something like two that. two of them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I just a little two part. Teams. Yeah, that's not going to be our permanent intro music, but it will be. What? Uh, Why our, not? Well, kind of cool. Kind of cool. Um, it's Christmas all year round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it will be around uh, for two episodes. <laughs> We're going to do kind of like a, um, a two part uh, Christmas type um, episodes. I mean, I don't want to say like a series because I don't know if it would really. Mini Should Christians series. celebrate Christmas though? <laughs> I was just that's talking about same. derail. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're right talking about. Yeah, I will. I will plug a podcast. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, Owen Strand. Yeah, Owen Strand's got a great um, two part two part uh, podcast out on. We that. ripped him off. <laughs> <laughs> he does a two part Christmas gonna, special. We do one. I, just, I ought to ask him if we could edit like in his podcast and act like we're interviewing him. <laughs> <laughs> we asked just questions. Chop it up on his answers. <laughs> I'll, I'll see him. I'll, I'll see him. I can. I can ask. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I'd be like, I, what are y'all talking about? I wasn't on that and podcast. It's just like obviously edited in. Like it's just a different he's, sounding he's mic getting, and everything. He's getting all sorts of hate online for being on a nobody ca- uh, podcast. <laughs> like, he doesn't even know. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry owen oh yeah anyway but those those are excellent yeah, it's um, called uh, i'll just i'll just name it real quick i actually got it pulled up right now because i was listening to it earlier today but uh it's it's grace and truth podcast with uh owen strand and uh let's see the first episode was called is Christmas a pagan holiday, part one? And then part two is, can Christians celebrate Christmas? And it's super good, man. It's very, very I good. I really super liked good. it. Um, yeah, I, I've actually really enjoyed the last few episodes he's done on, on his podcast. So um, I shouldn't say actually, because I mean, it's not like he has a bad, But bad based podcast. on our intro, you can tell which way we lean. <laughs> <laughs> Celebration, we're, baby. We're yeah. okay with it. Um, yeah, um, so anyway, we're going to do a two-part series. Uh, I said I wasn't going to call it a series, but I guess I am. Um, where we're going to kind of set up, um, we're going to kind of set up the next episode. And so we're going to talk about, um, in this episode, we're going to talk about why we needed a Messiah to come into this world and, and why. And so we're going to actually spend a decent amount of time in the Old Testament on this. And so, yeah, we'll just... You know, yeah, we'll be get, talking about leading up to the birth of Christ, and then and then next episode we will actually talk about like okay, in the first gospel, Christ, yeah, stuff. Christ's birth and what that means for us now. Yeah, um, more practical next episode. Yeah, this one's gonna be more setting it up. Is like, hey, why why did we need a Messiah? Why you know? Anyway. We'll talk about that <laughs> in the beginning in, in, in the beginning. We're just going to go through the whole old Testament right now. Um, yeah, no, but, uh, how was y'all's week before we get into this? All right. I mean, what, I mean, everybody's just looking. Yeah, at it was, it was good. It was it's, good this week. I had yeah, a good it's, week. It's been good. It's been good. Tiring, but yeah, busy. yeah. Got to go see, uh, Andrew Peterson. Um, his, uh, he does like a, he has a Christmas album. So we got to go with, my girlfriend's family. I, cool. I like Andrew Peterson. He's good. 
I, I got some good stuff. I like um yeah, now you went to see his his music, but yeah, writes great books. Oh, his books I've awesome. I've went through with my kids and like phenomenal. Like I, I love those books. Like the Wing Feather Saga is fantastic. Anyway, that's way off subject, way off but subject. it is good. But yes, it was good. So um Although, have you, and this is before we get into the subject, have you ever seen the Legionnaire Conference with, with him on it? No, I haven't. No. He was on it. Andrew Peterson uh, was brought in. I actually don't for, even know him. Okay, so he, he writes like, um, I don't know if you'd say young adult. I, just, I know of the Wing Feather Saga. Yeah, okay, the very the, good. The, the Wing Feather Saga is fantastic uh, fiction that it's for family. And obviously has Christian overtones all throughout it, but he was at, he was asked to actually come and talk about uh, the arts. It was a legionnaire conference actually on how Christians should interact with the arts. And anyway, <laughs> suffice to say, he started mentioning Harry Potter, and I thought people actually I, I think I actually saw people get up and walk out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's hey. that's a totally different. Hey, they were just going of, outside to burn the books. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of. Asking how our weeks weeks were. A little shout out to my little brother Bryson who took a, a diving catch for a football, caught the ball at church, yep. at church, yeah. and then dove in the church during <laughs> service. Yeah. 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 During this was, yeah, we're very charismatic. This, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was outside after after church, throwing throwing the football with some friends. He's he's ten. He. Took a diving catch, caught the ball, but dove straight into a transformer box. Was that what that was? I don't Man, know. it's huge. It's, it's bigger massive, than an AC unit. It's a massive metal box and like split his head open, had six staples. So, you know. Kind of ruined our plans yeah, for Sunday. That such, was kind of wild. Such a legend, yeah. though. But, but <laughs> he what hung on to the ball. Most of y'all who listen, we <laughs> go to church with. So if you see him, uh, go high five him he, and tell him he's he, a baller. He he might have been he might have held onto the ball just because he kind of seized up you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no man it was he has six stables in the head a concussion and uh, he he messed up his shoulder a little bit but it'll be all right so yeah he's so, good. I'm thankful I'm thankful yeah, no, that it pretty, wasn't too bad pretty crazy thing yeah though. um yeah anyway let's get to the subject no wait one second okay. you always ask us how our week was but we never ask you well Jonathan how was your week um. <laughs> It was it was good. I mean, it, it, it's been you know, um, it, it's been busy. I'm not gonna lie; like I've been really busy. Um, but just learn how to manage those things. And but really, I mean, the the story that Trent just said was kind of you know that was the took the over highlight. like the, yeah. I mean, that's if, if you ask me about my wow, past what week, a highlight. That's, yeah, that's actually what I think of is like, well, my son, you know, dove head first into a transformer box, and yeah, but which is kind of cool you know, that he dove into a transformer, but yeah. Yeah. I told him he lost a fight to Optimus prime. Yeah. But anyway, uh, no, yeah, it was, it was, it's, we, good. we laughed originally at trends joke. It's just, we've heard it a lot. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. funny. It is, it is, but it's, we, it's, we just have to time. tell you it's funny. <laughs> Think it's funny, please. All right. please. Yeah, there's probably people listening. Don't, don't even know who Optimus prime is. Unfortunately. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, let's get on to the subject. So, look, we're going to talk about the Old Testament prophecies and stuff like that. So, why we needed a Messiah, why why we need a Messiah, and and why um, <clears throat> Christ came to fulfill all these different you know aspects. And so, we're going to talk about all the Old Testament came to fulfill the whole New Old Testament. Yeah, no, I, yeah, and and many aspects, right, and and many different ways and. 
I mean, he did fulfill all of the uh, Old Testament in that sense. But anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> so uh, let's start at the beginning. Um, I think that all, you know, Jesus says that all of scripture speaks of me, you know, all the Old Testament, you know, the law and the prophets, they speak of me. And so it's not that every single sentence has Jesus in it, but he is throughout scripture in the Old Testament. And so we're going to kind of uh, look at all that. Um, anybody want to start us off with where y'all think we ought to start on this? I was just going to add yeah. to that and say yeah. he he is the the main character. It's his story. Yeah, you know? it, it's I agree. it's all about him. He's the main main theme. Yeah, and it know, all it, points it, towards him in some way or another. It, it it's kind of a cheesy term, but kind of what you're saying is um, his story, his history. You know, biblical history. It's his story, right? You know, that's yeah. And and it is a good way to put it because I, I, yeah. all of Scripture is pointing to Christ. I mean, it, it's all about Christ. And and um, anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I think we should go ahead and kick it off in Genesis. Um, Let's go. Where could you so, possibly find Christ yeah, where, in where Genesis? Do you see that? So so yeah. we have. Isn't that just uh, about Nephilim? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you've got... That's it. I thought that's all that was about. Uh, I yeah. read the book of Enoch way more than I read. <laughs> Go ahead. So you have the, you know, the fall of Adam and Eve. Um, they eat of the tree that they were told not to um, and are uh, have brought the curse of, of sin and death uh, upon the world, and in the midst of this, <clears throat> Genesis chapter three. This is when God has come down to the to the garden to speak with uh, not only Adam and Eve, but also uh, to also curse the serpent who tempted Adam and Eve. And within this, um, let's see, Genesis three chapter or sorry, verse sixteen. It says, um. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing, and pain you shall bring forth children. You, your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And That's to, it. And to, <laughs> Merry Christmas, y'all. <laughs> oh, no, wait, did I actually? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, it was before. I missed it. Yeah, uh, wrong, I verse, wrong, wrong verse, wrong verse, wrong verse. Yeah. It says, I will put enmity between, <laughs> between you and the woman uh, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. <laughs> so talking about the offspring of the uh, seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent, uh, the seed of the serpent shall bruise the heel of the seed of the woman, but he shall uh, bruise the serpent's head or crush the head of the serpent. So you have man, a why, of the gospel. Why are y'all right laughing at scripture so much, <laughs> yeah, man? Yeah, what's going on, you, you, you sinners? Uh, so funny. <laughs> it just reminds me of when Sam tried to read like 10 times. <laughs> oh, what, you're talking about that episode a while back? Yeah. yeah. Man. Oh, man, that was so much fun. <laughs> did we have to delete that? Was that even. All right, guys, let's keep it moving. We're going to be here all, all night. All night. No, it, yeah. Yeah. That no, was good. It, yeah, it, it was funny. Sam tried to read. This is just this uh, text like 15 times and he could not get it out. Um, anyway. Um, That's good though. That's a good start. Yeah. Talking good about uh, being serious though. Trend starting with uh, Genesis 3.15, which is so important. It's the first um, Proto-Evangelion. Yes. <laughs> For which your fancy very, terms. Yeah. Which is very hard to say. Um, 
That's why but it, it but it is the first mention of the gospel, of the promise to come, the promised seed of the woman. Yep. And throughout all of scripture, you will see this promised seed um, that is to come. You'll see it through Abraham. You'll see it through all of scripture. You even see it in the Davidic covenant. You, I mean, yeah. you, really, the Old Testament is a tracking of the seed, mm-hmm. the seed of the woman. So this is the first start is like, okay, there's a promised seed to come, right? And so that's super important to set the groundwork because I, I believe all of scripture after this of the Old Testament is is talking about the coming of the seed and how it works out essentially. Um, I mean, there's more to it than that, but that is... Yeah, the essence. The, yeah, the, the the, essence what it's pointing yeah, to, to, put it. what it's, what is pointing to, what, what is this? Christ um, is the substance of uh, yeah. essence of, yeah, of the yeah. whole Old Testament, New Testament, the whole Bible. Yeah. That's a good way to which, put it. Which, like we, you said a while ago, I mean, he said that himself. Absolutely, you know? he did. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so we, we, we see, you know, we, we, we see all this throughout scripture about the seed. And so we have that aspect where we were promised the, the seed of the woman, right? Yep. And so that's what we're looking for is um, if you go to the New Testament, and I don't know if any of y'all have this uh, scripture reference pulled up, but uh, where it talks about um, the the second Adam, the, the, the last Adam. In Romans, fi- uh, Romans 5? Yeah, it's Romans 5. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I got it. Yeah, why don't you read that? Because I think that's speaking to primarily the the, the seed of the woman when it talks about um, the last Adam. Okay. Let me... uh, I jumped to it real quick. Uh, There's also a reference... What's the reference in the New Testament that actually talks about him as the last Adam? I thought it was Romans 5. Is it? Yeah, it's Romans 5. I just... I'm not seeing it here. I don't know where to start. Um, this is good. This is good podcast. <laughs> dead air. Yeah. <laughs> um, 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 well, I'll yeah, just let's read just like fill it in with that. Uh, about the, about there being death and Adam and life in Christ. Yeah. Is that yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So Romans five, good enough, 12, that's all you could come up with. <laughs> Romans five, starting in 12. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin. And so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. Mm. Pause. So in other words, we we need a... Our first representative was Adam. He fell. So we fell in Adam. We We are under the curse of sin. And uh, so we need a new representative to come along. Yeah, and that, to what Adam. Trinity yeah. was just reading yes. in, in Genesis 3 is the beginnings of redemption, right. of the promise of redemption, yeah. of what will c- come to pass. And so it, it's talking about one who will come of the woman, yes. born of the woman. Okay, that's a big that's a big key thing. That means he, he will be one of us. That means he, he will be someone yes. who is of our flesh. Okay, yeah. But not in a sinful sense, and that's where the virgin birth is so important as well. It's but huge. That's, yeah, that, I mean, we'll, that, we'll probably get into that more. We will in the next next one, uh, and uh, but well, well could, even there's prophecies about being born of a virgin in Bethlehem and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, absolutely, and that's so important because he couldn't be born of of. It's it's interesting because no seed is tracked by a woman. Yeah, anywhere else in yeah. scripture, really. Other, okay, yeah. and this is why because if he was born of completely like us with right. our sin nature 
Yeah. There's no if, redemption. That's right. You know, so and he that, could not come from a man. Exactly. Like, yep. Exactly. He had to be, he had to be in, in a moral state of equality, sort of a, a moral uh, of, he of, had to be God with us. Yeah. He had to be <laughs> yeah, Emmanuel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I, uh, that's a huge, uh, part of it that, so, so we see that we need a, a perfect representative, someone that's sinless. We, we need the seed of the woman. We need yeah. a well, and, second Adam. Well, and you see this, this promise of the seed continue and you get into really the covenant made with Abraham. And this is what it speaks about in Galatians. Uh, Abraham has promised, uh, an offspring. And when you yeah. read it in the Old Testament, if you don't know, it's easy to read that and go, oh, offspring, multiple. Uh, talking about nation of Israel is where your mind immediately goes. But actually, Paul... Can I just read Galatians 6, Paul, 3.16? I've actually got it. Oh, you do? I do. Nice. Yeah, okay. Paul actually... I mean, y'all can fight over ...goes it. to <laughs> explain this <laughs> and, and sets it right and says... Now, the promises were made to Abraham and to his offspring. It does not say, and to offsprings, referring to many, but referring to one, and to your offspring, who is Christ. Yeah. No, so, I, I mean, it's, 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 you know. Man, it's, it's, it's so awesome the way that the, the Bible all fits together so perfectly and is so coherent. Like, yeah. it is incredible. Um, yeah, so... We need a perfect, um, a perfect representative in a second Adam that is sinless. Okay, another aspect that we need to look at is I think we need to look at a a, a king. Yeah. Um, well, well, we could go prophet. We, yeah, we yeah, could go prophet, go prophet because yeah, prophet. that's that's that's, that's an order. Yes. Yeah. So if we're going like, uh, like it would be like Deuteronomy, Isaiah, and then maybe the Davidic covenant. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. yeah. So. So uh, in uh, Deuteronomy, I believe it's eighteen. Yeah, eighteen fifteen. Um, let's see. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me, and this is Moses talking. So he says, "The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen." Just as you desired of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God or see this great fire any more lest I die. And the Lord said to me, They are right in what they have spoken. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And whoever will not listen to my words, that he shall speak in my name, I myself will require it of him. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name that I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that same prophet shall die. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I kind of read one verse too far, but... <laughs> it's okay. Right. No. Yeah, that's... That's a good start. You started point. the right one, though. Yeah, yeah. So I started. <laughs> so, I started in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so here we have a a prophet that's expected, um, and, and you will listen to him. And remember this: that when Christ was here in his earthly ministry, I already know what you're about to say. When he goes to uh, up the mount with uh, uh, just a couple of his disciples. In the Mount of Transfiguration, when you get that scene, 
And actually, even in his baptism, there's uh, also kind of the same type of uh, of terminology used from the Father's voice. And um, what you have is you have the prophets appearing beside Jesus. And Peter says something very interesting. He says, I need to build three three altars or three tents or something. I don't forgot what he said for each one for each, you know, and, and it's interesting because he's corrected by the father and says, this is my beloved son. You listen to him. And so it's kind of pulling back, you know, going back to this, like there's a prophet to come that you will listen to him. And not that we ignore the other prophets. Yeah. But it's just that this is the great prophet. This want, is the prophet, right? I, I want to point out a distinction between the the prophets of old and this prophet, yes. Jesus Christ. Yes, and that please is do. the fact. Okay, so so God says you will listen to him, mm-hmm. but they're saying, "Oh man, I am terrified of God." It's like I can't approach him. Right. This fire is hot. Yeah. <laughs> and emits, and I'm terrified right now. Yes. And so they're they're you know. They're under God's wrath, and they're seeing that. Well, the difference between Moses and Christ, or any of the Old Testament prophets in Christ, he they're both prophets, but the difference is this prophet died for their sins, That's right. bore the wrath of God on their behalf, and is their mediator to where they can approach God now. Yes. And he is the great they, prophet who, who now speaks everything perfectly on behalf of God, and not only that, but can intercede on the behalf of the other of the other party perfectly, and has reconciled the two parties together, God and man. No, I mean that's yeah. that's an important point because it's it's the fact of I like the way that you brought that up because that is what I was trying to get to is that like Moses, great prophet, right? And um, and you you have um. Elijah, you have, you know, Isaiah, all these great prophets. And it's not like they spoke error, but mm-hmm. but there's something that is different about Christ in the fact that he is, as Moses was a mediator to a degree, here's a perfect mediator. You know, yes. Moses, is Moses failed. Yeah. yeah, Moses failed. Remember, yeah. he didn't never enter the promised yeah. land because he failed. Christ didn't fail. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's the perfect mediator. And... And so here we have like that aspect too is that not only do we get this um, this prophet, we get a prophet that is a perfect mediator. Yeah. Um, and that's what's needed. That's what's needed between God and man is a mediator. Um, something that is, and I can't pull it up right now, but if you read through Job, there is a, a, a distinct part of Job where it talks about having a mediator that can that can actually put his hand on Job and his hand on God and connect the two and have peace. Right. And Job talks about that. And that's kind of the idea, right? It's like somebody who can mediate. Yeah. Um, a a little bit different context, but I think it's interesting if anyway, I don't, I should. And in that sense, that mediation would be the work of a priest. Yes. And that's another, okay. So we see that Christ, that there's a, there's a promised one who's coming, who's going to be a prophet but he's also going to be a priest. That's right. So right now we've got the seed of the woman, the second Adam. Now we see a prophet that yeah. is a that is a uh, mediator, but also someone else that kind of is in that category is a priest, yeah. right? A, a high priest. And, um, real, and so, real quick, I just wanted to say something. You were talking about prophet, and this just clicked of. Um, in Christ, which we will get into this in the second part, so I don't want to jump too far ahead. But in we see him fulfilling 
being prophet too is when he's prophesying his own death and resurrection too. Oh yeah. Throughout the New Testament. I just, I just thought that was something. Oh yeah. I mean, when he comes in, he's, he's prophesying constantly. I mean, he prophesied 70 AD to a degree that nobody could have ever uh, imagined. Um, that the, the stones would be tossed down. So, I mean, if, yeah, if you go through the new Testament, you'll see Christ prophesying again and again, and everything comes true. And it gives us great hope because we are still waiting on the, the end of all things. And we know that he, because all, all these other things that he spoke came true, we know that he'll be, that he will come through in the end. Yeah. We know that he's faithful and he does not lie. So, we can have complete confidence in that. So that, that helps. That is helpful to think about his New Testament ministry. Speaking of that. confidence, we have confidence to draw near. Yeah, as, uh, you must be in Hebrews. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking okay, of Hebrews say, yeah, when it comes to being the yeah. high priest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to find something in, in regards to the high priesthood of Christ and just high priests in general. Um, and Hebrews 4, let's see. Yeah, 414. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. And that's the really the... The distinction, the differentiating factor behind Christ as our high priest versus the high priest of old in the old covenant, yeah. and that is that Christ is without sin, and that Christ, our great high priest, became man and yeah. is able to sympathize with our weaknesses, with the temptations we experience, with the 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 faultiness of our own flesh, of our own bodies, because he became one of us. Yeah, and so because of that. And, and because he's God without sin and perfect, he is the greatest high priest we could ever have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he intercedes perfectly. And you see that in the... And that's the old, issue with yeah. the Old Testament. I would say you see that in the Old Testament before they could go before God. Yeah. They if, had to... Yeah. They yeah. had to have an inter- someone intercede it's, for them. Yeah. You know, they had to sacrifice. Yeah. And they had to, all the cl- cleanliness rituals yeah. and stuff like that that they had to go through in order to just enter the presence of God. Something and, that's mentioned oh go ahead I'm well sorry. i was just saying and christ is i mean you you see him referred to as the perfect lamb it's yeah. like he is that perfect yeah he he, he is the sacrifice that's christ is like we said earlier he's the fulfillment of the old testament in every single aspect like yeah and and, and so that's what we're getting at here is also he wasn't in line of aaron and, yeah. and no, like all the high priests which is also were, mentioned in Hebrew. yes and in hebrews. hebrews it talks about how the levites yeah, he's not a Levite. Yeah. And so he's he is not a Levite. He is uh in the line of Melchizedek. Now what what is so specific about that? Well, Melchizedek Melchizedek was a king and a priest, which yeah. was actually not possible in Israel in the Old Testament. You could not be a king and a priest. But Melchizedek came before. And Melchizedek it is it is interesting that Melchizedek, there's a reason why he has no um there is no um recorded lineage. Yeah, no lineage there. Because 
that's pointing to Christ. And now yeah. I'm not saying that Melchizedek was Christ in the Old Testament. What I am saying is, is it points to Christ that it is a type. It is a type and shadow of well, who I Christ Well, I think this is made very clear because, like we said, Christ is in the order of Melchizedek. Yeah, yeah. which is which is stated in Hebrews multiple times. Yeah, this sure. is mainly in like Hebrews 6 and 7. I, I know we're reading a lot. No, I mean, that's a, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> go, I'll read it again it. because it's basically Both just... chapters. Okay, no, all six and all seven. No, but Hebrews 6, uh, starting in verse 20, which is the last verse of that chapter, so I won't be reading the whole chapter. <laughs> but uh, verse 20, where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem... Again, to what Jonathan was saying, he was a king. Priest of the Most High God met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. And to him, Abraham apportioned a tenth part of everything, which is why we must give ten, a tenth part of our tithes to the church. No, okay. Don't listen to our previous episode. Yeah, yeah listen to our previous episode on oh, money. Anyway, a rabbit hole. Uh, I just had to say that yeah, when I saw that. I was uh, thinking it too. Yeah, he is, uh, anyway... And to him, Abraham apportioned a tenth part of everything. He is first, by translation of his name, king of righteousness. And then he is also king of Salem, that is, king of peace. That's right. He is without father or mother or genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life. That's right. But resembling the Son of God, he continues a priest forever. So... That's that's key, right? Is it's not saying actually that Melchizedek just had no father and mother. What it's saying is is that just as you don't see a lineage for Melchizedek, Christ does not have a lineage. Like it's not like he he existed way before. And yep. uh, you know, I was going through Luke uh, today. I was I was listening to audio Bible and Luke popped up and I think it was in Luke. Yeah, it was in Luke. And uh the lineage of of Christ comes up and it tracks all the way back and it keeps going back and back, and it goes all the way to Adam. And then when it gets to Adam, it says, son of God. Like, yeah. it tracks back before Adam. Like, Christ existed before. And yeah. I, I love that, because that's what it's pointing to here, is that, hey, he pre-existed. He, he did not, he existed before Adam. And that's what it's pointing to. That's why Melchizedek is so important. It's also important because um, that Christ would come from the tribe of Judah and not from the Levites. And so that's important because we also have a king that we're looking for in the Old Testament, right? And so um, I don't know if any of y'all have that pulled up in 2 Samuel or any of the Davidic covenant stuff. Um, 2 Samuel 7 is where it's at. Uh, um, real quick, I just wanted to say while y'all look that, look that up, but uh, I just wanted to... I'm not going to read it or anything, but I wanted people to read the rest of that chapter in chapter 7 because it's so good. Chapter 7 and, of Hebrews? Yeah, chapter yeah. 7 of Hebrews, and it fleshes out more. Uh, y'all told me I used the word fleshes out. Wait, or someone told me I used that I word didn't. too much. Now I'm it very self-conscious. It was, it was my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got... <laughs> immediately when I said that, I got super self-conscious. My, my wife corrected you. Yeah, she's like, you say that word a lot. I was like, oh, man. Okay. I wouldn't worry about it. I haven't noticed. Well, no, it's crazy because like, I totally even forgot about it, but I remembered as soon as I said it. <laughs> you know you know what? You're going to have a complex now? You should flesh this out some more. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's, yeah. let's flesh this out quite a bit. If I can think now, <laughs> uh, my ADHD brain... But anyway, uh, the rest of this chapter really 
it emphasizes this point and and brings it about <laughs> i can't i i need <laughs> lost uh, it. i need a thesaurus right now you're done what is another word for this but yeah read the rest of chapter seven it's yeah really absolutely good. i mean yeah and we're we're just kind of gliding through this really quick right i mean we're just doing like a thirty thousand, you know whatever i mean you know the saying thirty thousand foot overview or whatever um, instead of like, I don't know. Is, is that every every, every, every pilot ever is so offended. It's 30,000 foot flyover, but yes. Well, that's what I said. You said overview. Well, it's an overview for us. God, I'm so picky over here. Yeah. <laughs> Hard to plan. Man, let's, flush, let's flush this out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As Sam cries. Um, no. So we're going to look at uh, Christ. There is an expected king. And something that needs to be um, said is that in man, and I do not have the reference on me, but in the uh, Old Testament, um, when it talks about when they go to the to the land to come, the promised land. And when they seek a king, God knows that they're going to seek a king. I got it. Deuteronomy? Oh, no, no. I, was, I, <laughs> I wasn't was like, listening okay. to anything you said. Okay, well, that's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I found the I found the text in 2 Samuel. Uh, 2 Samuel 7? Yeah. Okay, so um, anyway, th- and th- there's many more references. You can also go to Psalm and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, on, um, all through. Um, but... Essentially, it talks about how um, when they come to seek a king, like and what the king should add up to, and it talks about how the king should always have before him the law of God, and he should write it daily, and he should memorize it, and he should uphold it, you know. And it's talking about all these like really um, high standards for a king, and no one meets these standards, you know, in the Old Testament. Uh, the greatest king to live in the Old Testament is David maybe Solomon and you could say, and they're both flawed to a degree that most of us would kick them out of our churches. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's well, no, um, Solomon couldn't fit in most churches. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> no. yeah, there's not enough seats for yeah, all his wives. Yeah, for a thousand 600 wives. wives. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So Solomon fails, right? Yeah, the amount of wives is ha- he has is bigger than our whole entire church. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Solomon so fails, you know, but we should uh, follow in his footsteps. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, that's what this is about. Um, no, yeah. um, no so Merry David. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you just gained so many lives. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm kidding. Sorry. Kidding. Um, what a so, terrible gift. <laughs> yeah. oh, I did not I say that. I a, didn't say that. <laughs> I can't think of a worse gift than to have another wife. My goodness. <laughs> totally kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, you look at David's life and he fails miserably, right? But David is given a promise of a, of a seed. I mean, he's in, in, if you go to the Psalms, and I'm not sure if it's in Second uh, Samuel seven or not. You're about to read it, but it does talk about his. Um, it, it talks about you know his son. Essentially, one will come after him, his descendant. But um, in Psalm and in uh, other prophecies in the Old Testament, I wish I had them all pulled up. I just did not yeah. have time. Um, if you go look up and do a search on the Davidic covenant and all the references to that, you will see it. Um, it talks about the root of Jesse talks about, um, which is Jesse is, um, 
David's father. Ba- basically, the Davic- Davidic covenant. Yes. The Davidic covenant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sounding Davidic. very Hebrew yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Davidic covenant is just God telling David a, a, a gracious promise yeah. that you will never lack a man to sit on your to sit on your throne. That's you know? right. But actually, we see in the Old Testament that's threatened big time. Yeah. Right. And it's like it, it goes like on the condition that that king is perfect. That king has to be perfect. So it actually it fails in the yeah. Old Testament. And but there is a king to come that's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he does sit on the throne forever. And so that's what we're looking for here. And that's what you see in, in the books of first and second Kings and Chronicles all throughout yeah. the Old Testament. You see the failures of all these kings. That's right. But um, Matt, before we go on on that, why don't you read the uh, the uh, covenant of David? And I, right. actually, I wish that we had the psalm because the psalm sums it up more precisely. It's like yeah. the hundreds. I can't remember which one Yeah, let's just track that down. <laughs> uh, yeah. go, go, go ahead and read that. So, yeah, this is Nathan gets a uh, prophecy from God, obviously. Comes to David and is talking to him. And uh, I'm going to start in Second Samuel 7, uh, verse 13. He says, he shall build build a house for my name, and I will establish the. Th- oh, wait, no, 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 no. I'm going to start in twelve. Did, pulled a, yeah, pulled get a it right, there. man. Pulled get a it right there. Let's go. First thing. <laughs> Our prep is phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was reading while y'all were talking. I was hey, reading the whole thing. We've done pretty good so far. If you yeah. Know, <laughs> <with> the, <laughs> this improv is going all right, yeah. but for how it should be. Yeah. Uh, all right. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers. I will raise up your offspring after you who shall come from your body and I will establish his kingdom and he shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. I'm just going to cut it off there. I think that's, that's a good spot. Yeah. The, the thing that is interesting is because, um, you, you have an aspect in Second Samuel um, where um, it talks about things that will be fulfilled there in in the short term, uh, where he will have a promised son like that that will sit on his throne and all that. But the thing is, is because that son fails, that there are aspects of it. That, oh, yep, I just muted myself. Um, <laughs> on accident. Um, there's aspects of that that go unfulfilled. And so we're still looking for this promise to come true. And so you you have some aspects that are fulfilled in in some ways with Solomon and but he fails. And so it doesn't come to full fruition and actually it chaos comes after him because of the way that his son was and the way he raised him and because of all the wives he had so yeah. many reasons and um, so there, there's a failure on man. And so all of a sudden, this promised son that's supposed to come from David, now it it's not Solomon. Mm-hmm. We see that. And so when you get to the Psalms and stuff later on, you see that. And when you get to yeah. later so prophecies. David knew that. David yeah. Knew. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, just like you were saying, reading the Psalms, you can see that it's like clearly he's not talking about his son by calling him Lord. You know, it's like there's there's clear, like he he was aware of of the Messiah in that aspect. Now he he saw it dimly, but he was he was aware nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, we could go to. Uh, I know that y'all have this pulled up. 
um, Isaiah 9 speaks to this. Um, I think that that's a good reference. Um, uh, Jeremiah 23, 5 through 6, it says this, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he will reign as king and act wisely and do justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is his name by which he will be called the Lord our righteousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. <laughs> and here's the thing is Jeremiah comes so far after Solomon, right? I mean, like it, it, he's after Solomon. And so he's saying, no, this this promised uh, person that was promised to David, he's still to come. This righteous branch. And he says his name, he will be called the Lord our righteousness. Yeah. yeah. Man, that is powerful. Our righteousness. Yeah. That's right. right. I'm just going to go ahead and read that small portion from Isaiah 9. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Do, are you doing like two through... Two through, like, what, seven or something? I can. I was going to read smaller portion than that. but <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, dude, that's so good, man. All right, I'll read, it would I'll not read two, hurt, three, seven. But, yep. but it'll go into even when it, like, the first verse will even go into our next episode whenever we flesh out more of what's going on in the New Testament. Because it, it talks about in the in the I'll just let you read it. Sorry. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm just I love I love this passage. Oh so much, yeah, man. it's one of yeah, my favorites. It's, so it's great. great. Fleshing it out so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a grotesque right. way of describing things. <laughs> Isaiah nine verse two, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, and on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff of staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the tramping warrior in battle, torment. For every boot of the trampling warrior in battle torment and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born to us. A son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace of the increase of his government and of peace. There will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Mm. Here's so good, man. Here's what's so awesome is it talks about how he will reign on his throne forever. And that's the promise that was given to David. It's reiterated there, but yet in the old Testament, the throne of David actually fails. And let's, this is where Amos is so important in chapter 9, 11 through 12. It says, it's talking about a prophecy. And it says, in that day, I will raise up the fallen booth of David. Here we are again. And he's like, oh, it's not over. There's still a king to come that will reign forever on the throne. And he says, and wall up its breaches. I will also raise up its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations who are called by my name, all the nations. That's us Gentiles, man. Yeah. That is so good. Um, declares the Lord who does this. I mean, man, 
it's 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 just incredible. Yeah. So it's it's awesome to think too is like we're reading these things, and to think that this was written. I mean, Isaiah, I know, was 700, 800 years before Christ. Yeah. And it's like, that's just incredible to think about. Like, prophecy fulfilled to a T. Right. All these that we've read so far fulfilled to a T. And it's just like, that's that's just incredible to think about, too. And stuff, which is also incredible to think this time of year, too, just thinking um, it just opens that opportunity, too, to just talk about that to people. Yeah. It's like, you can go, you can go to the Old Testament. Like you don't have to Absolutely. just focus on Luke. Too. Yeah, it's like you can go it's to the like Old Testament. Er- everybody always focuses on the New Testament. I would challenge people to go to the Old Testament. Yeah. I mean, Be like, look, this. Yeah, is, yeah. It, it's, it's it's just awesome. And so here we have King, and I think we spent. Uh, we're 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 going through this so quick. We could say so much about that, and we could keep on, and we could go on forever on that. Um, but let's talk about another aspect. Okay, so we've done uh, the seed of the woman. We've done um, prophet. We've done priest. Now we fit king. How about a perfect sacrifice? Let's let's talk about that, right? I mean, because that's that's something that we already kind of mentioned, right? Yeah. And um, I think Isaiah speaks to that. I don't know if y'all have that pulled up. Um, Isaiah where it talks about how um, he will carry the iniquity of us all. Um, yeah, fifty three. And um, another, you know, something interesting was um, in. Let me see if I can look this up really quick because this is really cool. While you look that up, I just wanted to mention uh, to the, the the point of even Paul mentions all the things that we're talking about in the Old Testament as being a mystery. So like in Ephesians 3, he talks about it and refers to it as the mystery of the gospel. And so in Isaiah 9, like Matt read, uh, Christ is going to come and bring light to people in darkness. And yeah. that is bringing the illumination the knowledge of himself yeah. to those who do not know him. And so while we read these things in the Old Testament, there's still a mystery there and an incompleteness there of not all knowledge is understood. And that's why in the passage you you see in Isaiah 9 that he's talking about rolling his garments in blood. Well, that's talking about the second coming. But it's you see about the judgment yeah, to come. But you yeah. see it, it's all put together. Because yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not fully revealed yet. So it, whenever, like John the Baptist says, should we look for another? You know, are yeah. you the Messiah? Well, he's thinking like, I thought all this was going to happen at, at once. once. Yeah, and yeah. Jesus yeah. actually separates it out. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's this yeah, mystery aspect of it. To Absolutely. That yeah. we see that we see, and where Paul says in, in Ephesians three chapter nine to bring light for everyone. What is the plan of the mystery hidden for eight ages in God who created all things, so that through the church, anyway, He's bringing to light these things that were hidden in darkness. Yeah, a, so, a way that I've always kind of given an analogy for this is that if when you read Scripture and you're talking about Christ and and the coming Messiah. And the covenants, because we're all covenantal here, so we're speaking from the covenants, is what you see is it's almost like a dimmer switch, right? And it's like as you go through the Bible, that dimmer switch is getting turned up more and more to where you can see more clearly. You're seeing more and more clearly. And here's the thing. It's not all the way, although we have Christ revealed and we believe in him, it's still not fully lit because we're not in glory yet. Yeah, it's progressive revelation. Yeah, yeah, progressive revelation. And and although, well, we do have all revelation that's ever going to be given to us as far as biblically. But um, there's a day to come where we're in heaven and we see things clearly, right? And 
And um, yeah, anyway, um, it's something that I think that is interesting when talking about Christ as a, a perfect sacrifice without blemish, right? We know that he, he has to be perfect. He has to, he can't pay for his own sins. He has to pay for the sins of others, not his own. Well, he doesn't have any. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the point, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I'm sorry if I misspoke, but I, that like, that's what I meant. He did not have sin. So he, if somebody there had was sin, no sins on his part to pay for. Exactly. If yeah. he had sin, he would have had to pay for his own sin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the point I'm trying to make is that that's why he had to be perfect. Cause yeah. he, he couldn't pay for his own sin. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, something that's interesting that um, is it's this is just cool. I mean, we could, you know, if you want to do a deeper study on this, it's it's really neat. But Isaac, when he's going to be sacrificed, um, Isaac is brought up by Abraham. He's asked to sacrifice Isaac, and he goes to the top of um, the land of Moriah, which is kind of a high place. It's, it's, it's Mount, uh, essentially it's a mountain range. Um, and he goes up there to sacrifice him. And then the Lord provides, he provides an, a substitutionary atone, uh, not atonement there, but like a substitutionary sacrifice for Isaac. He yeah. spares Isaac. Yeah. But later on, there's another instance where in this exact place that this happens again. And it's it's in this place. It's called the threshing floor of. Oh man, my memory's going bad. But anyway, when David sins greatly, and then he sees the, this plague comes against. Uh, I think it's a plague that comes against Israel in the Old Testament, and he goes and he sacri- He sees the angel with essentially a sword drawn against the people of Israel. And he goes and he... he okay, yeah. Whenever he sinned and then God's like, okay, yeah. which judgment do you want? That's right. Okay. Yeah. And, and he sees this angel bringing out this judgment. He goes up to the threshing floor. And I forget the name. Man, I'm sorry. I don't have it pulled up. But in, the, in at this threshing floor, it is said that that is the place of Moria that <laughs> essentially Abraham was at. Yeah. And there, again, a substitutionary type of sacrifice is done. Um, an oxen's put to death there. And here we have, again, where the actual temple is built. Solomon builds the temple. It is mentioned as the threshing. When Solomon b- builds the second temple, he, he well, the, actually it would be the first temple. But anyway, uh, when he builds the temple, he builds it where it says that the threshing floor is that David did the sacrifice. And so here we have the temple more than likely is built very close to the same place that Isaac. And then where, um, uh, where David makes a sacrifice. And then all of a sudden you go to the new Testament and here you have this new Testament and Christ is, is our true sacrifice. And what happens in the temple immediately when he, when he dies, the veil rips. That's right. And so it's into that's right. And so uh, it's, I I thought it was interesting. I just learned this, like that all of it kind of correlates, but that's awesome. um, It's just super cool, but that might be a little bit off subject. Sorry. I just, no, no, I just learned it. I think it's completely on which Isaac, especially just thinking of, I mean, just the story of Isaac, it's that, that doesn't make sense apart from Christ, apart from the symbolism there of Christ. It's like, that doesn't make sense because you see the, like you said, the, 
the he provide and Abraham knew that all along, which he went up in expecting right <laughs> that Isaac would be resurrected. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, because uh, yeah, God could. I believe that God's promise will will hold true. That God could even raise him from the mm-hmm. dead. Which so is we which see is, that trope of faith, and this is kind of off, but it's like you see that with David in that situation too, because he was given two options. He said either, either do you do you want to be in the hands of man or do you want to be in the hands of God? Right. He do you want, at do the you want God, God to deal with you and send this plague upon you, or do you want Him to send an army and let man deal with you? Right. And he says. Far better for God to deal with me than man because I know God's gracious. That's right. And so he's looking to God. He's looking to his grace. And then we find atonement That's right. in the grace of God in Christ. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, it, we know in the New Testament that it says that the the blood of, of bulls and goats and all these things did not actually perfect anyone. It did not bring forgiveness of sin. Ultimately, it was just a sign that, it was a type and shadow that pointed to the ultimate sacrifice, which was Christ. Yeah. Um, that's, as a matter of fact, the people who were to give those sacrifices were to do it in faith of the coming one, because it says that, you know, yeah. so many times in the old Testament it says, I do not desire your sacrifice. <laughs> <I know>. Yeah. <laughs> but like, a broken and contrite heart. That's I will right. Not despise. It is those, those of faith, yeah. you know, that are looking to God. Who's got where God is the only hope of their salvation. That's nothing right. else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's good. Well, I mean, we're going kind of long on this. I mean, well, not really for us, but I guess we, we usually have, but we do have a segment to get to. But, but we see the reason why we need a Messiah. And we that's see, right. That's we what see we're trying to line dimly through the Old Testament who this Messiah is going to be. And the next week, we will see more clearly and right. the further progressive yes. revelation of the New Testament. And, and, and what, that, what that means for us yeah, now. Yeah, and what that means for us, yeah. Yeah, and so that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to give a basis through the covenants and through the promises of the Old Testament and the prophecies to see, you know, um, to to see Christ and and why we need this Messiah and what all the things that He was to fulfill. And anyway, we'll uh, we'll flesh that out a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll definitely flesh that out and point out. Some, we'll, we'll point out of a lot of good points to point out. You know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So we got a segment. We're going to do a holiday special um, and it's going to be um, we're going to uh, do a tier list of holiday movies. So, yeah, we'll um, we'll we'll go ahead and start. I don't. Is this, is this Christmas? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Starts off a little dark. There's bells. <laughs> is this going to be fun? Yeah. Hey. Sounds like Halloween. Just, just listen. It does. Just listen. It's actually a play on like a cool. Like yeah. A, let, let's give this wait, a moment. Wait, Trinity, did you pick this song? No. Oh. Are you depressed? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is your Christmas music. No, I didn't pick this it. This is my Christmas music. No, no I think I'm it, just kidding. I, th- I think it gets joyous in a second. Well, I wouldn't say joyous. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm because, still waiting to feel joy. Yeah, I okay. feel something. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're okay. ready. So basically what we're going to do is we're not going to rank movies because that would take forever and we're not going to do a number one or number two or anything like that or three. We're going to do tiers. We're going to do tiers. We're going to put things in S tier, which is phenomenal, super. Sap. Yeah. And then we're going to do A and then like, okay, that's A list and, and then, then B. A B and then 
look, we're just going straight to F because if you make it to C, you deserve F. That's yeah. just all there is. Failure. Failure. That's I'm not right. sure if Failure. any movies will make it there, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, if you're a C yeah, movie, F-tier? you're an F yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know about the ones we have listed. Yeah, I feel like I've true. only seen a lot of just good Christmas movies oh, for the man, most part. Man, you haven't watched oh, enough. Man, yeah, yeah, I know I haven't watched I'm enough. Very, well, that's, well, that's the just, thing. I'm very selective. True. Yeah. yeah, I'm very selective I've seen a lot about of the bad use of ones. my time. The yeah. the critique against like the Christmas season of like, oh, it's just like people you know grabbing for cash and stuff. It's very true when you watch the Christmas movies. The a lot of 70s <laughs> Star Wars Christmas special is S tier. <laughs> I've actually, I don't is, know that I've ever watched. I it. think I'm. I don't know is that where either. Luke and like Boba Fett are like? Yeah, Boba yeah, Fett's in it. Yeah, Boba Fett is. Yeah, in it. dude, it's that actually, is far out. So funny, out. funny enough, it's I think crazy. We know of that. That well, it's actually that's, the first. Uh, that might be F. I don't. I don't know. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is, is I'm pretty sure that's the first time Boba Fett ever appears in anything. But anyways, I think it, you're right. I yeah. think you're right. We're really geeking I have out here. No idea what you're it's talking about. Very geeky right now. Anyways, uh. All first right. movie. First movie. Klaus. Haven't seen it. Oh, dude, that one was so good. You haven't I seen Klaus? I can't remember it at all, but it was so asleep. good. Do what? What did you say? I said I can't remember it at all, but it was so good. <laughs> hey, I, I remember it fairly. I've watched it a few I've times. I've heard several I, times that it was good. I've seen yeah. it twice, I think. It's on Netflix, right? I, li- I like yeah, the it animation of it. Okay, yeah. so yeah, it's it really good. It's a Netflix-made movie, and I'll say... It's one of the better ones I've seen as far as cartoons. Yeah. It's 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 not yeah. too long. It's a it's a good length. It's great animation. The storyline was really good. That's I liked what I it. remember Jimmy Yeah, Lee. no, I, I actually liked it. It's kind of like an origin story of Santa Claus that's totally like made up and not accurate obviously, yeah. but anyway. What? Not that <laughs> Santa Claus could ever be accurate. <laughs> well, what? I mean, you could have an you could have an accurate yeah, uh, Saint Nick. Saint Nick. From, yeah, is that for sure? He, okay, let me get this right. Was Saint Nick from Germany or Russia? I don't think wasn't it Germany. No, I think it was Germany. Yeah, I okay. I think it's Germany. I think it's Germany. I've heard people tell me different things. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I'm not getting it. I'm not a historian. So anyway, I Klaus, I would rank it in whichever is further north. I would rank that one in A tier. I would just put that A. I, a. A for sure. Okay. A, I'd, I'd say maybe. Oh man, I don't know. I put it A. I'm gonna say A just because it's. I it's, have a pretty high standard for, for the yeah. S. I'm gonna I say mean, A yeah. too. Yeah, just yeah. just because it was really good, but it wasn't like S tier. Well, also you know? like Christmas. I mean, we're gonna be honest. Christmas movies, a lot of it is nostalgia. Yeah. So a lot it's of it's gonna be the, based. A lot of it's the movie dumb. Is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Because a lot of Christmas love, movies are just dumb. Love a lot of Christmas movies I, that are just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But you know you can love them because it's yeah, nostalgia. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All let's right. Go. Moving on. For instance, I have one when we get to it that I might put nest here that y'all might disagree with. But oh, anyway, strongly. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, the Grinch. <laughs> S. Oh Jim yeah. Carrey. S. 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 Hold on. For sure. S. Jim Carrey's. That's S. not Jim even Carrey debatable. That is. Oh, it is. It is the B. No. B. 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 Are you serious? Yeah. He doesn't like it. Yeah. Are you serious? I found it obnoxious. None of his family. Like, I'm like it's Trin, obnoxious. Yeah. I'm like, like stupid. No, the part I'm like where he's stupidly like, enraged, no. enraged right now. No, it's it's. I am, no, I'm about to cry. <laughs> I am so mad right now that you would put I, that B tier. Okay, I love so it. I love so Jim, dude. That is the part where there. Yeah, there is good Jim Carrey, and there's annoying, obnoxious Jim Carrey. Dude, that is Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. That's literally all. Okay. Of Jim Carrey. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. 
because Jim Dude, Carrey, Dumb and Dumber, hilarious, right? But that is obnoxious. That that goes in line with like um, uh, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Thank you. You know, I don't well, know if you're in the face, Jonathan. <laughs> well, this is this is going too far. Although Grinch, the cartoon, when the most recent you one, have was okay. you have got to be kidding. You have got to be kidding. It was okay. Me. That makes me live it. It was I, okay. I, I did not, not say S tier. I said okay. Oh, man. So you think the cartoon's better than the Jim Carrey live action version? I don't know if I'd say that. Fun fact: My girlfriend is the fact that you don't even know and that you're not Grinch putting it and at still S-tier. will not watch it to this day. No, well, it's, it's definitely out. not an S tier. Dude, it's so good. It's, I grew it up on it. I loved watching it when I was young. It's all right. So moving good. on. Uh, uh, majority rules is S tier. All right. Um, <laughs> elf. Yeah. I, I put a little subcategory. Jonathan, what'd you put it as? B tier? I'm going to say Elf B. is... I'm going to say Elf. Absolute B. So this is one elf, that though, I figured on. y'all would disagree with elf? me on. And because I'm going to put it at S tier. And look, I'll admit... Elf? Yes. Elf? S. I love Elf. Yeah. yeah I would I'm say S. Okay, yeah. so you do it? Yeah. I thought you were saying... It was, it was, between, no. it was between A or S. And the only reason... Dude, that, the only reason I would ever say A is well, nice. just because it's overplayed. But I feel I'm a little better S. now. I'm a little less angry at Jonathan it's, it's for so his clever. last ranking. It's so clever. I love the way that they just... It doesn't take itself seriously at all, yeah. and it's still good. Like yeah, it's, it, it, is, it good. really is it's good. Such a yeah. good Christmas movie. It's, it's, I it's, thought I was just ranking it as S because of nostalgia, but no, that's well, just well, like a legitimately good movie. There. Like as a comedy in general, it's probably like oh, it's it's great. A or a B, but Absolutely as a great. Christmas yeah. comedy, it's S tier. It's so it's good. S-tier. Yeah. All right, Christmas Vacation. Oh man, I'd say A. a. Yeah, A tier. A, a for sure. Um, it's, I, I agree with that. It's a got tier. some... Although I would say that I do think sometimes it's an overrated movie because it's not all good. But like the scenes that are good are, really are good. great. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, S tier, right? Yeah. But it's just the fact that it doesn't hold that throughout. So, yeah. A. Yeah, yeah. I'll put yeah. it A. I, I like it. I enjoy yeah, the movie a lot. A. So, A. All right, next one. Polar Express. Oh, oh man. F. F. Um, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it at B just for nostalgia reasons. And, and you that's like just, the creepy just, looking kids. That okay, like, with no, the animation. Look, 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 look <laughs> like look. it's like a horror movie. <laughs> look, even still, even even the poor CGI <laughs> and just how lifeless and soulless the bodies are. They ice. made Tom oh Hanks goodness, look like a bad ice. actor. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's so bad. It's, okay, I admit it's rough. bad, but I think just. You know, I don't understand how popular, why people like it. Look, I don't, I don't either. But I remember as a kid, you know, I watched it and it was like, okay, you know, it just reminded me of the Christmas season, and the Christmas season this, made me happy, and therefore that was fine. This was so after your put this, to that beat. It, you know, really let's be honest, this was after your concussion, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was after the cocaine use. <laughs> the, the, eye, the eyes reminded him of what he felt like with the concussion. No, just that was after the drug use. So That's cool. Yeah. Everything move so cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah lost total grip of reality (laughs) cannot rank it is polar express properly it is it is a legitimate complaint though that the kids do look so daggum creepy i mean it's like it's like like i went back and played uh for those who know video games i went back and played tickets bring your tickets gonna punch your tickets (laughs) i went back it's just like lifeless soulless eyes dude it's crazy so 
it's the same thing. Like if you go look up videos of like the game Mass Effect Andromeda that came out, like and it was it was known for like some of the worst character CGI ever. That's what they look like. Yeah, just, yeah. lifeless, soulless, dead. Terrible. But the majority rules on Polar Express because I say I don't know if I ever said, but I say F tier. Because I did not watch it as a kid. It just sucks. And I it's watched it as good. a it's teenager. It's just boring even yeah. if you get I watched it animation. as a teenager and I was like, yeah. I remember someone hyping it up. I was like, this is such a good Christmas movie. And I watched it and I was like, that was awful. Okay, if we had more yeah. tears, I would put it at like D. Okay. Yeah. But we don't. But, but we don't. Anything, past, anything past C is. Yeah. Like if it's a C, it's it's an F. I would yeah. do That's all, how we're doing I, it. I would do almost yeah. anything not to watch it again. I'll put it yeah, like yeah. that. It's it's it majority <laughs> rules F tier. All right, yeah, we're, right. On. we're gonna bunch these together because Jonathan requested this. Home Alone one and two. Yeah, because I think there's yeah, I oh, think so same too. movie. I think, Dude, I'm, also, gonna I think that, I'm gonna put that. Equal, at S. I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that. I, at S. I, I, I have to put it like, as S. Dude, that is so classic. You can't get like. I'm sorry. Like, I'm gonna super put. Creative. I'm gonna put. Sorry, I, we have to separate because I can put one at S. I cannot put two at S. Really? Well, okay, don't think about that. What about Donald Trump in number two? I just didn't feel like spending all day on the second <laughs> one also when it's practically the same story. Well, that's yeah. why I can't put it at S, though. Okay, it, okay well, just think good, about though. the first one, then. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Okay, yeah. yeah. S. Yeah. S. S. Absolutely. Yeah, it's clearly such a classic, and it's really good. Oh, yeah. yeah it's a classic so for a good reason. A yeah. All right, moving on. Santa Claus. Tim Allen? Tim Allen. B. Tim yeah. Allen. Uh, yeah, I'll put B. the... Okay, this low, is a legitimate B. Because low low uh, B for me. Okay, so technically with the Polar Express, I would have put it at D if there if it went all the way to D. But this one is like a <laughs> You're legit You're just going B. ahead and creating these categories that we said we wouldn't have. <laughs> I can't help You're it. You're like, I can't let it go. <laughs> because I don't want this to seem like it's on the same level with Polar Express because it's not. Okay, but I, I would put it at like a B tier. It, like a legitimate B yeah. tier, like eighty five percent. It's just you just okay. watch it and you leave and you go. That was just okay. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We do have to distinguish here, okay? Because there are three movies. Is that right? Yeah, I just meant the first one. Okay. The, I don't even remember. Okay, all. so just... first one absolutely B for sure, solid B. Now, if you go beyond that, I can't. I can't say they seem more low. Um, but also the TV show, which is, in my opinion absolutely horrendous that's come out since i've never even heard of it yeah it's oh that's called the santa claus i've only seen that like <laughs> the two it, with this. it was it awful. was one of the worst things i've ever watched yeah, like um, it was so bad that's f um yeah. but did anyway, it also have tim allen i'm talking about it, it yeah, actually yeah, it does, does yeah the, the original, original the which he's fine he's he's just he's fine he's like he's it's himself just a, in the, the yeah, story's yeah. terrible yeah and the actors are all just well even saying the word actor is not like they're just not actors. <laughs> they're not actors. They're it's terrible. Like they just drag kids off the street and was like, "Here, do this." <laughs> drag them. Yeah. Old but Disney. The original Santa Claus. I would agree. Like, <laughs> it's it's a it's a B it's, or it's a, it's a B. Now, I would almost put it in. They're a. now into child slavery. It's yeah. it's for me. It is a it is not a shocking. mid it is a mid to high B. Yeah I, yeah, I would I would put it like B plus because it's. I enjoyed it when I first watched it. So it's like, that's that's what I'm kind of basing yeah. it on. I, I don't yeah. know if I go B plus, but B. Yeah. yeah. Did All I right. say one? Yeah, you, said yeah, you said B. You said B. You said okay. solid you B. You said high B, yeah. Okay. Yeah, solid All B. All right. Sorry, I zoned out. <laughs> it's the concussion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christmas story. Uh, Christmas story. Okay. okay, so this is the one I have. I hardly remember. See, at all. I think I've seen it maybe once, but yeah, dude, I saw it. Like okay, so let, let, let me say this because my wife absolutely hates this movie. I love yeah. it. 
Do you I, really? I I say I love it. It's it's super clever. Like it it is just good, and you don't know why it's good. Like I don't know. Like it's an A for me. It's an A. Oh, man. I, I, but no one would disagree with me. Like okay, I really well, no my one. age, no one would disagree. Yeah, your age, my well, first time I watched. See, I didn't grow up watching this, and I watched it as I was probably like eighteen or something. And I was like, everybody, and this was another one hyped up, and that's probably what ruined it for me. Is everybody's like, this is my favorite Christmas movie. You need to and go. I watched it on Christmas Day, and I was okay. Like, let what me. Are we watching? Let right me. Now? This is awful. Let me say this: at eighteen years old. 18 years old, you're not clever enough to see the genius there. You need to go back and watch it again. I feel like I feel like it's really a nostalgia type thing. It's it not. Is. No, there are just clever, funny things that you would not get at the age of 16 or 18 that is just funny. Like it just is. And it it but it's not laugh out loud like slapstick type humor. It's not like elf humor that's so obvious. Yeah. It's just little things that you have to notice. You like, have to be of a higher degree of intelligence. For your sake since I <laughs> yeah. have only, I've only watched it like twice. So Basically, for your sake, I'll put saying, it in a B You're stupid. I think yeah. that I, I, I think that if you're if you're willing to say that it's like like if you're willing to put it at F, you need to go back and rewatch it now that you're that's, older. That's fair. That's fair because I haven't watched it in many I'm, years. I, I, can't I can't rank remember it because I, I I'm not putting it, it in S. Now a lot of people would put it in S. They're, they're, I'm putting it at a solid A. Yeah, people who put it in S are just out of their mind. Just uh, okay, since I hardly remember it, I think I know I saw it once, but I do not since remember. Since you don't it. remember it, you can't go too high. I can't. So <laughs> I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna put it along with Santa Claus and legitimate B tier, I guess. I don't know. Okay. See, see, but I remember even Dude, I might as well have never seen it because that's how little I remember of it. So I can't even rank it comfortably. Yeah, I think we're just gonna put it at a B tier just for your sake. Okay. It, yeah. Go back and watch it again with new eyes and look for uh, the, you know what? Yeah, you I will go for the humor. I will prefer not it's, to. It, it's clever humor. Also, I, would, I, would I will go okay, and watch so, Die Hard for the first time. Okay, so I have not so watched let, Die Hard. Let, okay, so there's a lot of people that don't like The Office because they don't get it, right? That's true. Okay, that the Christmas story is that for Christmas movies that as far as funny like. It, it takes a cleverness. It's like it takes a little bit of thinking and you got to get it. the humor. You, you have be to on get the, the humor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your Moving word on, on it. <laughs> it's <laughs> he's like, move on, please. It's a wonderful life. <sighs> I don't even know what uh, that remember is. It. I, I'm telling okay, you. Okay. I, 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 I will say this. How do you not know? It's an all time great. I think that. Wait, what's the trope of it? What's the main? Okay. Gist? So. I haven't seen it in forever. Okay. I can, I can, I can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I've watched it many times. Um, so he pretty much dudes in a lot of debt. Things yeah. Has a really miserable poorly, life, miserable life. And he wishes like his life away. Pretty Is much. Is there like a, doesn't he actor? like, he's, he's, he's contemplating suicide. Yeah. He's standing on the bridge and I, and before he like jumps in the icy river. Yeah. To, like, kill sounds himself. familiar. He sees someone in the river and he actually jumps in and saves the guy. And then it's like, supposedly like, it's like an angel. Or whatever you know. Is there an actor like a main actor? Yeah, it's um um. What's his name? Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart. That was it's really, very it's popular back movie. then. Yeah, it's old movie. Uh, fantastic movie. I'll be honest with you. Um, what I find about these old movies like uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, we went back and watched it last year, and I realized that the message behind it was actually horrendous for the kids. <laughs> like, like yeah. you think that these old movies had good messages and they don't. And so yeah. I wonder if I went back and watched A Wonderful Life if I would think the same thing, but message aside, I'm yeah, going to put it in remember. the S tier. I have oh, to, wow. 
The, the, the I'm reason gonna have to watch this then because it's it's good. It's, it's good. old black and white man, but it's it's. Oh really? It's it stood old? the yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's no stood the I test didn't of time. The actor when you said him. Yeah, it, it's it <laughs> stood the test of time. It is a classic. I, I think you got to go S tier. I would probably put it in S tier because that was one I grew up like my whole life watching. Like yeah, like we always well not always it wasn't like a tradition or something, but like I I just always enjoyed watching the movie. So I but, can't rank it. Because I haven't seen it, so I'm going to pass. But <laughs> well, I'll, say, I'll go back. Then and there's watch only it. trend left, so it's S tier. I'm going to pass as well. It's S tier. All right. All right. Charlie Brown's Christmas. F. A. A. For nostalgia reasons. Yeah. F. I just. I, hate I watched that. Charlie okay, Brown. so for my <gasps> my family, we waited. I would almost we waited have to put it at F. But for it to, go ahead. We waited for it to come on TV on on abc or whatever right and then we would record it on vhs okay so it brings back great memories it brings for back you. great okay. memories those are fond memories okay. and that is very nostalgic i yeah. understand that yeah that'd be kind of my but idea. as the movie itself yeah, you just have fond movies around a movie that's isn't that pirating by the way <laughs> what? did i just confess to my family pirating did you ever record an no, nfl game no my, my my family did that too that's not even oh yeah we used that, to do that all the time definitely pirating though. you know how many i had a recording no, only, if you, only if you sell it yeah. oh okay yeah well you're still not supposed to record it i don't think but no. nobody cares but any, anyway <laughs> but, man i had a recording of the first karate kid man oh yeah oh, for man. some reason yeah, the so recordings great. you'd make on vhs would always go to crap like really quick oh they were yeah. terrible they I don't would know stretch, why. Hey, I, remember, stretch. Oh, okay. I remember one time i forgot what it was and we we used to do that we had like the the vhs that you could yeah. put in and hit record and yeah stuff. And we recorded something uh, like VHS. You said we had the VHS that would do that. All of them did. did they all do that? Well, <laughs> I'm I just sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember very well, but I just remember like recording. Yeah, we're not ancient. Yeah, and I remember putting. putting well, three of us aren't ancient. <laughs> yeah, but I just remember. I remember recording things on it, oh, and man. I forgot what it was. But I remember putting a movie at one time, and it was like it was a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no someone, way! Someone was had it really no. Someone had oh, no, no, no. I didn't record over. Someone had recorded over like a movie I wanted to watch. Oh, okay. With oh, some like really crummy like you know family event or funeral or something. I don't know what it was, but funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares about these funerals? Yeah, that was that was a joke. Wedding, so Char- I was like, no are, way! I was so. Upset. By the way, are we still on Charlie Brown Christmas? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm I gonna put, put it in A. I put, put it. In a. A. I have to put it at low B. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. Dude. So like C. I, I, it, I, <laughs> I want to put it at an F. But I know that's not I don't get the point of it. it just, I'll dude, be honest Charlie with you. Brown Anytime sucks. I watched He's it, I didn't get the story. See, like, the there's thing no story. about like, Charlie Brown is if you watch no, it as an old either, person, you just don't understand the cleverness of it. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to go back and watch oh, yeah. it as That's a it. kid. Hold on. Nobody's ever claimed that Charlie Brown was funny. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I mean, there's some funny stuff in Charlie Brown. No. Not that much. Like, no, what? Charlie Brown's boring. Like, right. they pull the football out from under him, and he falls for the 80th time. Like, you would think he would be smart like, and, like, so, learn. All right. All right. Not to, not to get to shooting yourself in the eye with a BB gun. 
is funny. But I never Rick claimed to like that movie. Yeah. No, what's funny is your dad is obsessed and excited about getting a lamp that's made out of a lady's leg. <laughs> but and again, all, can't remember, can't relate. I, Christmas go. story <laughs> ends with I've seen, their yeah. their dinner, their Christmas dinner getting ruined, and they end up at a Chinese restaurant because it's all that's open. Clever. Spoiler alert. Okay, so like there's so much clever there and like y'all might not get it but whatever that just like, sounds depressing man yeah charlie brown it's Christmas a dark humor no guy. doubt like it's dark yeah anyway go ahead it's, well, it's, fair enough i'm gonna put it at b tier just to, i would say i would say a i'm saying low b low I would b say a well i said a yeah i'm gonna put it at what's b, the just one to what's the one that trinity we, you're the deciding factor here we go what is it b or a what's the one we do that's before f do we have c or is it b no it's b. just low no. b it's like we're going it's, it's like incredibly low b like like the okay, the, like the bottom of the b is like scraping the top okay of the so I, it'd be I, like I, d or it's c. a b <laughs> <laughs> it's a b minus I can't help but make more b b minus yeah, yeah let's all right all right last one this right, one was for well. jonathan scrooged Scrooge is S all the way. And see, I don't remember it. Don't remember it either. It, or yeah, I, maybe, maybe I I'm the only it. guy. Like, uh, so we don't have like, uh, what was the one that we were mentioning earlier? I've seen the animated uh, Christmas Carol one I've where it was Jim okay, Carrey. Yeah. Jim okay. Carrey, and that one was pretty good. I would put that at A tier. So this is a uh, one with Bill Murray, which is fantastic already. You got Bill Murray. Yeah, I love Bill Murray. <laughs> Who? <Like that. laughs> The fact that I like Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray. <laughs> I, I like Bill Murray. I like Bill Murray. Uh, <laughs> the, fact, the fact that Bill Murray in it is in it just puts it automatically at at least an A. Okay, so a lot. I know a warning. I've watched it. I don't remember it super well. Warning, but. warning on all these movies. Warning, like okay, so I'll. I notice when I go back and watch a lot of these movies from the past that there's a lot of bad things in them that I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if this is one of those. It's uh, called Christian filtering. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it is weird because you go back and watch all these movies you're totally okay with and you're like, I'm not okay with this anymore. Yeah. Um, but anyway, as it stands now, like as the last time I saw it, phenomenal. <laughs> it, it is just S tier all the way. But we're not going to do Die Hard. <laughs> so we, we can throw in Die Hard. Well, no. Okay, so, so nobody's seen it. Okay, saw yeah. Scrooge, and you ranked that one. So go ahead and do Die Hard. I haven't Trend seen it. it. Trent oh, said S. he hasn't I seen mean, it. It's, it's S. I mean, that's just, I can't I can't say S just because I don't remember okay, it super okay. well. Just what I just said. Okay, there's probably bad things in it, but I always watch the edited version on TV. So, you know, if there's bad stuff in it, I'm sorry. But the, the bottom line is I do consider it a Christmas movie. It's happening during Christmas. It has nothing to do with Christmas, really, but it is just great. I mean, it is. If I you've never seen, the I movie, remember it's great. liking it okay, when I, I watched I, it, but I, I don't I, remember. I'm telling y'all, well. whenever I get a free day, which comes rarely, but whenever I get a free day after work or something, I'll try to watch Die Hard, <laughs> and <laughs> and maybe if I get the chance, I'll try to watch a Christmas Carol too. Uh, Scrooged. A Christmas story. That's what I meant to say. Oh, Christmas and story. Scrooge. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't have time. I'll just watch <laughs> Die Hard. Yeah, I would, I would, I, I Die would Hard. rather that so that you too don't many, come back to me and say it wasn't here. clever. <laughs> too many commitments. I can't keep keep all that. Die Hard it is. Well, right. You can discount his What is the one that we mentioned concussion? earlier that we were like, oh, it, it, but I think that only me and Sam have seen it. 
Planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and auto. Oh, dude, that one's S tier for sure. S. I love that one I, so much. I, I I would put it at S. Dude, John Candy and Steve Martin, uh, dynamic duo. You, you it's can't. got a great. It's it's a heartwarming movie as well, but it's also hilarious. Like it's I agree. So good. It, I, I watched it for the first time actually last Christmas. Um, it was really good. It, I I watched it a few Christmases ago, and I was. Thoroughly impressed because I'd never seen it before. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it. Yeah, um, there's really a possibility good. I have. I would have to like. Well, John look Candy. Up. John Candy. I mean, I mean, you yeah. just say those two guys, and it's hard to miss. But yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, um, yeah. So we are. Um, that wraps guess, it up for part one. We'll see you for part two. Yeah, no doubt. We um, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be have back. A, have next a Merry week. Christmas. <laughs> see you next time for the second Merry Christmas. Episode. Y'all have a good one.